Hi and welcome to Spill the Tea with LLIB. I'm Cal. And I'm Claire. And together we founded the incredible platform that is Leading Ladies in Business, a platform that inspires and supports female business women across the globe. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of Spill the Tea with LLIB. Today we have got a special guest, Hannah, who is the founder of Bright Monday and we are super excited to have you you on the show today. Um, Welcome, welcome, welcome. Spilling the tea with us again, you know, we've had you on the LLIB membership program doing marketing and you blew us away. You were absolutely incredible. So when we had you on the podcast today... I was just, I got that excited because I love marketing and Cal loves marketing. Any excuse for a good natter, I'm up for it. (laughs) And a cup of tea, and a nice cup of tea. So Hannah, spill the tea with us about your journey as a woman in business so far. Yes, I think my journey as a business owner started, um, I mean, not so long ago really, but I think timing was everything. Spent um, nearly two decades in marketing, but in an employed sense. Um, And I think... The idea of owning your own business, especially with something like marketing or if you're an accountant or something else like, you know, a professional service, it's always there as a goal or wouldn't it be nice or at the end of this, the goal would be I would start my own business. Um, But I was also that person that, you know, thought oh, it's not the right time. It's not the right time. Oh, I couldn't because X, Y, and Z, or I would like to do this. And the thing with marketing is it's always changing. So when was that time ever going to be? And I think I noticed it as well when it comes to getting married or having children, you know, there is never a perfect time to do that. So I think for me, like a lot of other women in business, the catalyst came when you have children, you know, your your dynamic changes, your capacity changes. And also, you know, you're almost split in two, aren't you? Especially if you're yeah. passionate about what you do um, and, and suddenly you feel like you can't have it all anymore. And I don't think anyone really prepared me for that. It came as a yeah. massive shock because I was like... I'd gone from a really ambitious, driven, passionate, you know, um, professional to suddenly having kids. And it it didn't mean I wasn't that anymore, but I was seen in a different light. So I tried to work, you know, four and a half days instead of, you know, two and a half days a week, like most Mm -hmm. parents who would look for that sort of work-life balance. Um, And I was still kind of seen as a part-timer. Yeah. And then there's the women in business. You know, I've worked in sort of profit and non-profit organizations and, you know, um, you know, sometimes being a, a woman or a female professional, you know, there are biases that you, you've got to contend with as well. So there's things coming at you all the time. And then, of course, the pandemic came along and I had my second son. And the pandemic was a catalyst for a lot of people to just exactly. take stock and reflect, mm-hmm. wasn't it? So, mm-hmm. again, that came and it all compounded to... Mm-hmm like maybe this is the right time. And I think working from home gave you a taste of that, gave yeah. you a taste of um, how it would be to sort of mm. motivate yourself and work from home and just almost um, reschedule your day. You're not you're not chained to your desk, you know, and just nipping it downstairs to make a quick brew. There are other ways to work. So I'm folding laundry and I'm listening to the Leading Ladies mm. in Business podcast or something else and I'm using that as research time or, you know... Um, I might like take a walk or come to a meeting and meet other people. Mm-hmm. And when I'm meeting other people at networking events, it's a form of social listening for me. Because when yeah. I started Bright Mondays, this sounds really against what I'm all about of having a strategy, but I didn't have a plan. Yeah. I wanted to listen to, I understood that um, sort of 
lockdown and sort of businesses turning into hybrid businesses had changed um, the way people were working and obviously the need and demand and behaviours of consumers. But I wanted to really listen to what was important to them because mm. we had this massive digital acceleration as yeah. well. Yeah, So much change that I need to sit here for a moment. And yeah. this is what I would encourage any of my clients or prospects to do as well, is take a moment to get to know your customer, get yeah. to know them again. Yeah, because yeah, business is different. It's really interesting that you just say get to know them again. Yeah. Because yeah. COVID and the pandemic changed a lot of, you know, the customers, you know, just the way people buy now and, and, and mm-hmm. what people are doing. So that's a really, really good yeah. bit of advice to give. Yeah. Even if you have your customer persona pre yeah. pandemic, yeah. don't assume that no. they are the same no, person no. with the same needs. Definitely not. And the same not year strategy. on year. You yeah. know, I think lots of businesses evolve, don't they? Naturally, it should be evolving to meet, you know, customer yeah, needs and a changing yeah. economy out there and changing society. And so actually, we always need to be reflecting on our customer and what they need now and yeah. what best serves mm-hmm. Because look, if like, like we just said, you know, um, in terms of a woman in business, mm-hmm. having children or getting married, it, it changes things slightly, mm-hmm. you know, and also... Um, you know, women are choosing to have children later sometimes. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to use my grandma as an example. She's like in her nineties and like suddenly had to start banking online yeah. and like talking to her accountant over email yeah. and things and like, she hasn't got the digital yeah. skills to do that, but she's doing it, mm. you know? And actually I don't think, you know, those businesses that she uses have taken stock of that really. No, it's yeah. like, it's a blanket approach that works mm. for, you know, Gen Y or Gen yeah, X or whatever yeah. who are always on their phones but what about the people that you know yeah, aren't so tech savvy yeah, yeah. So there's, there's all these things to absolutely consider. definitely yeah. so in terms of your business journey then um and and starting up in business what have been some of the challenges and some of the highlights from that so far um the challenges for me was um and we've talked about it previously was actually trusting my intuition mm, yeah. because it's a big step and there mm. are, there's a big difference between being employed and, and being a business owner not just the responsibility but just like the feeling of it as well um so it was kind of the as i say i always had these excuses why i shouldn't and then when i sat one day and said are they my only excuses just get on and do it like now's the time it's now or never mm. um it's actually like is that fear or is that intuition you know and learning to trust myself um and in in year two of the business now um I've made decisions I've made decisions um that are good I've made decisions at the time and and said no to some business I'm thinking am I mad I'm in the first year of my business I've just said no to that but actually it was a good decision because it gave me integrity and if I said yes to something then it might put me against all the other marketers out there Mm -hmm. when actually I'm trying to create a unique space for myself I'm trying Mm. to offer something um different um I'm trying to get people to understand that there's a lot more to marketing than just social media and tactical output Mm. I love that that is pretty incredible yeah and your biggest inspirations then um as I say I've been in employment for for so long that actually if I think about it I've taken something from every manager or director I've worked for and they're usually females I've worked Mm. um I've worked for sort of male marketers as well but with the females I think if I look back I've taken a little bit of something from everybody I've I've taken it and I've I've sort of honed my technique yeah yeah Yeah. that's incredible and what we at the minute now obviously being business owners the marketing side of 
of the world. Um, what would your biggest tips, your biggest advice be around, I know you've just touched on, you know, it doesn't have to be social media and it doesn't have to be, you know, what what would you what would your biggest advice be? I think be? Um, one of the biggest things I always say is don't borrow or reuse strategies. Don't try and copy. I think a lot of marketing these days is everybody's using templates yeah. and hacks and, you know, do this and go from... 500 to 5 million, you know, and it's very influencer style language. Mm -hmm. And I think that people are seeing what others are doing and they're trying to replicate it. But I would really like people to take time. Ownership. Yeah, ownership, mm -hmm. but also like what is unique about you and play to your own strengths and really draw on your existing resources. And it, it takes time and a bit of investigation to do that. And it can be, yes, it can be challenging, but it's hugely rewarding mm -hmm. as well. Because instead of everybody fighting over the same competitive space and it's super crowded and it's so super crowded that like nobody's really listening, um, being able to separate yourself and look at actually what are, what are our unique selling points. Mm -hmm. And it can't be good customer service and it can't be high quality service or product. Yeah. I don't mm. want to hear customer service or high quality again, because they should be given things. Mm, yeah. They're not unique. Your personality is unique. Maybe the way you do something is unique or the resources you have that are unique or your network and your ability to collaborate or, mm. or form a partnership is unique. Mm. You know, I want people to dig down and draw that out because the magic is within them. It's mm. not out there to copy and replicate because otherwise yeah. you're left feeling a bit deflated and sort of unfulfilled. And that's how marketing gets that a bit is of bad absolutely rap. spot on. And I think that is one of the best bits of advice as a business owner that I can absorb in terms of the marketing side. Because at the minute, I'm seeing so many people and we're seeing it for leading ladies. We're seeing it for, you know, community interest companies, charities. You know, they are pretty much all trying to be the, the same. They're all following the same um handbook if there was a handbook mm. and it's it's not and I think social media has got a big part to yeah. play in that you can't be you know the same as somebody else you can't have them same templates in you because you've got a different customer persona and again it goes yeah. back to knowing your your mm. customer but taking the time actually and I know me and Cal are very we do voice this a lot but struggling in a business for over six years you know actually isn't a struggle it's a lesson you know you we, mm -hmm. we learn every single day and then that's what makes our business so successful now yeah. the getting to know our customer they're taking the hours and hours to, to to listen you know to develop new skills to get it wrong get it wrong get it wrong then get it right mm -hmm. you know it, it's about that experience if somebody would have handed us a, a like a um a booklet with instructions of how to build this business that we've got now step by step it wouldn't be what it is now like no. it just wouldn't no. be because mm. it's what we've learned along the way and the things we've got wrong and the people who have come into leading ladies and and left or come back and you know it's those experiences that you know make it what it is mm, so yeah. I absolutely love that and I do echo it don't look at social media and don't look at what everyone else is doing you know you can make 500 you know or, or gain 500 followers in a blink of an eye you know it, it's not about that mm. it's about the followers and you know we haven't got a mass amount of followers on Instagram if you look at other accounts especially networking platforms but we've got genuine authentic 
quality customers quality, quality yeah. you know events. and also Absolutely. your value is determined by your customers Absolutely. you don't set the tone and then get your customers to fit into that no. you listen to your customers you take it on board yeah. you understand your opportunities to improve and your weaknesses and don't shy away from the challenges okay yeah. Yeah. if the one thing I could say to all my clients is we I want to understand the challenges mm-hmm. even more so than anything else yeah. your strengths and, and weaknesses mm-hmm. but the challenges that's where the growth is if we play it safe and you want marketing to feel easy yeah where's the growth? How are you going to learn? How are you going to set yourself out? You know, Mm -hmm. you've got to, we've got to go through those challenges and it's super rewarding. You're going to learn so much. You're going to grow. And also it's harder for competitors or rivals to replicate that, you Mm -hmm. know, especially if it's difficult or especially if you've gone a unique Mm -hmm. way and you've used unique resources and you're doing something different, you know, it's harder for them to, to follow that Mm -hmm. or it'll be slower for them to replicate it. Absolutely. And what, what we're seeing a lot of on social media as well is how you the behind the scenes looks and Mm. how we got to this point where we are now and I think that's really important for people to not attach themselves to somebody else's vision and somebody else's marketing and your goals your business's goals and objectives like say I was a hairdresser (laughs) you know my goals and objectives are different to the hairdresser next door okay because our our businesses are different Mm. our style is different our Mm. approach our personality is different so why would you want to to replicate or mimic somebody else's strategies within a different color or a different tone or a you Mm. know well we'll add this in just to make it a little bit different when actually like Mm. if you have a strategy that speaks to your individual goals and objectives it's almost like putting the blinkers on it provides you with so much focus yeah. and that confidence and clarity that comes with it it's like okay they're doing that that's fine because we're doing this and there's no fast wins in marketing no. you know there's there's some short-term games but the majority of the really worthwhile stuff is long term and it's just one foot in front of the other quality and consistency yeah. or metrics not what everybody else is doing how many followers they've got mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I absolutely love that. You know, the it's the t- tortoise and the hare story, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, with, with marketing and we're so used to seeing that you can be an overnight success. And one of the greatest things out there, you know, was the Joe Wick story that's just come out, you know, a few few months ago. And he was saying, you know, I'm the, the biggest overnight success. And, you know, but actually, you know, when you look at his journey, he was doing for 10 years going yeah. out there onto Clapham Common or whatnot, you yeah. know, with his bike and his couple of bits of kettlebells yeah, yeah, but yeah. what people see is this end product mm-hmm. and they don't see the struggle behind the scenes yeah. or how hard mm-hmm. somebody's work yeah, to become that yeah. overnight success as yeah. it were and consistency I think is one of the things that um most people shy away from you know that because because they don't get an instant result mm-hmm. or they don't yeah. get an instant yeah, growth or they don't their business isn't instantly overnight mm-hmm. where they want it to mm-hmm. be they then go, oh God, it's not working. I need yeah. to change. I need to do this. I need to do that. No, like just keep going mm. with what you know is working. And I think that comes from as well is when you start up your business or when you're in the early years, it's about making money. And you're yeah. like, I just want to make money. To so be. Like, if it's not working, yeah, we need to change direction. Lot, yeah. yeah. And it, you know, it's, it's, it's holding your nerve and sticking with it, you know, and, and again, that strategy just wasn't thought up in an afternoon. You know, there's been research put behind it and keep an eye on customer insights, keep an eye on your analytics. Your marketing is a whole process Mm -hmm. because it doesn't just, your strategy isn't just set and then Mm -hmm. it's on the wall or it's in the drawer. Come back to it, pivot it. If something doesn't feel right or it's not looking right or it's not Mm -hmm. uh, achieving what you want it to achieve or it hasn't hit those benchmarks, go back to it, give it a tweak. That's what optimization is all about. You know, it's a fluid process. Mm -hmm. 
So in terms of then ideal client, what would be your ideal client and what's your USP? Because you spoke a lot about it before. So what what sets you apart and who are you looking to work with? Um, What sets me apart is, is it comes from my passion in marketing, actually, because when I, I, I was a young girl at that sort of last year of school and they're asking you, what do you want to do when you yeah, leave school? Yeah. Do you remember they used to give you that yeah. brown book, yeah. your record of achievement? You felt like, oh, I've got to make a decision, <laughs> you know, and I've always been a bit of a planner. So I was like, right, you know, I need to get into, my, I need to feel inspired. What do I want to do? Because I want to set mm. a course for that. I want to know what I want to do with my A-levels. I remember watching the TV and thinking, I must have seen about four um car car adverts and I was thinking you know what is it what like how does that inspire people to buy yeah why did they choose that music and like why is it like that because you know some of these adverts Mm -hmm. are really out there and I thought actually it's like it's the psychology behind advertising that I'm really really Mm -hmm. interested in like what do you call that and it took me about 12 years to find out what you call (laughs) it because it was branding it was advertising you know there's so many facets to marketing and then I discovered um, behavioral science mm-hmm. and behavioral economics, which is quite an American term, but like, you know, you can study it and it's yeah. absolutely fascinating fascinating um and it's the psychology behind why we buy and and marketing is psychology applied mm. you know as I say it's not just picking templates and seeing what's trendy yep. because trends will come and go uh, and change and people's behavior human behavior and what happens in the brain when you're absorbing you know messages and images and video and audio you know it's very it's very different so so learning that has sort of given me an edge is like I like to specialize in behavioral strategy I like to look at sort of color psychology of branding I like to look at your messages I like to look at your call to actions and what's going on your web page and just say like okay pair behavior with data and insight put them together and they influence each other really, really nicely. And as I say, the tactical stuff, there's plenty of people out there who are uh, posting on social media for businesses, creating amazing graphics and videos and productions, you know, setting up podcasts, writing uh, newsletters. Mm -hmm. There's so many of that. And I can do all of that. You know, I've spent nearly two decades in, in, in being a marketing professional and business development. But what I love, what gives me the passion and the drive and, and being able to help transform people's businesses is sort of like lifting the, the lid on that really and just sort yeah. of looking at behavior. And behavior is going to be big, you mm. know, with the metaverse, you know, sort of coming into play. And, um, it sounds like something after Marvel film. It, it does. Metaverse. For it. Um, metaverse. No, but I mean, behavior is going to be big. And I think uh, customers and consumers yeah. are going to be in the driving seat. Yeah, absolutely. You know, more than they ever have been in the years to come. It's Mm. all going to be about them and they don't want to be sold to anymore. They want to be supported. Mm, And so it's up to brands and businesses to become more personal Mm -hmm. and less corporate-like and make their brands feel authentic and regain that trust because this digital evolution as well, people have cottoned on. They're more commercially savvy than ever. Oh, absolutely. They can tell a sales message and they they can tell Mm -hmm. what you're trying to do with your branding now. So it's not that you're trying to deceive them, but you're just trying to get down to their level. Yeah. And that involves getting to know them. Yeah. yeah. And and practicing dialogue more than just a brand monologue. This is what we do. This is what we sell. Yeah. Listen to them. Yeah. You know, if if their perception of your value is this, and you, you can derive that from testimonials or reviews or um, forums and things like that, and you can infuse that back into your marketing, you might find actually your USP is something completely different. Yeah. And that'll help you know, push yeah. you forward and, and help you get greater success in the future. 
so interesting. Wow. It really it is. is. We could go on all day, couldn't we? Sorry. No, no, no. We no, really don't apologize. We, we, we love really it. This, this, this is our Mom. thing, isn't it? Yeah. We, we love it. And, and especially so the behavioral sides of things. Uh, especially the behavioral yeah. sides of things. Yeah. Shall we go there? I think you've got to. So you said before <laughs> our USP and what makes us unique and, you know, don't change and don't look left and right and things like that, which is great. Um, but we've got something that is you know it's become a thing on the podcast where our differences it does divide us doesn't it yeah habits. and i feel like oh, as the, yeah habits is attitude. the attitude yeah the psychology behind why yeah. people do yeah. what they do mm-hmm. like why you know why is why is that a thing yeah why, why is that is even it? a thing yeah why do you do so that? what do we do <laughs> so hannah how do you make a cup of tea a cup of tea it is i'm afraid tea bag in yeah water in nice stir yeah lift it out milk in yeah and then yeah. you've got to be finished off by dipping a nice biscuit in i i love <sighs> got to do the absolute people pleaser in you then because you looked at me as if to say i'm so sorry claire with your eyes <laughs> well and it you was know like, i'm so sorry i really like you but i don't like the way you make a cup of tea <laughs> I have occasionally yeah. made it your way. Like I'm a marketer at yeah. A B test. So like I've got to go there and just see okay. could it be right? Could so there be? are occasions yeah. that I've done that, probably when nobody's around yeah. and nobody's looking. Because oh, no, it's just not but, what you need people to see. It's not yeah. uh, it's not the right image of you, is it? <laughs> no. That you want to portray to the no. world. So yeah. you're a cow. You're a team cow. <laughs> okay. Team cow. What biscuit then? Let's let's I know. Do, what, 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 what King biscuit of all biscuits. Go? Yeah. The custard cream. The custard really? cream. Really? Yeah. I'd go a hobnob. Would you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. I think a hobnob's a good Dunkin' biscuit. No, just, it's, it's that's soggy. a whole other podcast, yeah. isn't it? Is what biscuit what would durable? you put in <laughs> your tea? But yeah, rich tea, bring? not durable. That's no. like the weakest yeah. of all biscuits. No, it's like grandma it? like, biscuits. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do but like yeah. rich tea though, definitely. Well, thank do you, yeah. thank you. I feel like the behavioural science behind why we and, and that it's okay. Yeah, to be I, for us I to got be from this podcast that it's okay. It's okay. It's not a big thing to make tea the way I make tea or make tea the way you make tea like it's okay because I thought that it was a really divisive thing yeah, there's a and there was a certain behaviour there's a market, behavior, there's a market yeah. for my audience there'll be people yeah, on my side and people yeah. no competing. no no don't worry about and don't you worry about making your tea you just make it don't the way you make it and either. it's fine <laughs> yeah your lovely cup of tea <laughs> <laughs> and on that and on that thank you so much thank for being here thank you and thank you for listening don't forget to click the subscribe button or click the follow button wherever you are watching this episode the series this episode um, and we will yeah we'll look forward to spilling the tea with you very very soon bye bye